Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. There's a lot of fear, a lot of misinformation about COVID-19, including the masking. What is your position? What's the information that you are operating under with regards to masks? Well, our very special guest is Dr. Lee Merritt, and she is a board-certified orthopedic surgeon. She's going to be joining us on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Welcome, Dr. Merritt, to our program. Thank you very much. Dr. Merritt, there's a lot of fear, anxiety, and there's these mandates that come with uh, no warning from governors and mayors and even other so-called medical associations that say that you ought to wear a mask with regards to COVID-19. And by wearing a mask, you'll reduce the probability or the possibility that you're going to get covid is that accurate, and can you give us your medical view of masking? As a physician, you obviously operate on spines, and for your entire practice, you've had to wear a mask during surgical procedures. What's the difference between that and what we're experiencing now with COVID-19? Right. I mean, I've been, a, I've been a surgeon. I've been in the operating room for most of 40 years, and I can tell you, never until this has anybody suggested that masks made a difference to viral transmission. We don't wear them for that reason. When I hear somebody say, oh, it's stupid to deny masks because surgeons wear them all the time, we wear them because we don't want to accidentally drool into the wound. And we also wear them to prevent ourselves from being splashed on by body fluids. So th that's a whole different thing. The other thing is, it's not. It's true that masks might mask against big particle diseases such as Ebola. It's a virus, but it's a one micron virus. The best mask we have, which is the N95 mask, won't stop coronavirus. It's. It's. I mean, that's the one that it might. It'll stop Ebola, but it only screens down to 0.3 microns. And actually, I was giving a talk last night, and a guy comes up to me and he says, "I'm an astrophysicist, and I wish you'd talked about masks because I always get in this discussion about this." And he he gets it. It's the physics people that get this. We've done. Up until 2019, if you look at the literature, there's never been literature supporting this stuff. It's all, you know, they might have thought it at one time, but truly it doesn't work. And, and here's, here's a point. If masks worked against viruses, don't you think they would have capitalized this on and made money in it? The CDC itself looked at masks. So in other words, before COVID-19, if masks right. actually worked, why, why were we there no recommendations it? to wear masks right. during the typical influenza season? Right. OSHA knows it doesn't work. OSHA doesn't recommend it. And they've done studies, for example, where they actually put people, I know the Maryland Environmental Institute did um, a study where they actually took somebody in an N95 mask. They put them in a her hermetically sealed kind of environment thing, and they showed that even an, even an, an N95 mask, when you breathe and when you cough, you exceed the, the, the tolerances of the mask, by the way. When you cough or sneeze, you're actually exceeding the, the, the flow that these masks are rated to. But what, what happens... Which means what? That comes that, back into your system? That, that they're even not screening out 0.3 microns because you're, you're actually breathing out, you're pushing it through. But here's the deal. You know, peop, the reason people 
are being sold this bill of goods. And quite frankly, the real scientists, they know this is a bill of goods, because I found papers, when I started looking at this, I said, what are they saying? Why? I, got, I got what's called cognitive dissonance, when the world doesn't seem to be making your, mm -hmm. it making sense. That's what they want us to be. They want us to be afraid and confused. Mm -hmm. and, but my well, reaction- Well, fear is a huge motivating factor. Right, huge, And if you're huge control fearful, factor. then this is the alternative Right. for you to not have fear, here's a mask, here's a vaccine. Right. So I started researching this, and I started looking at what they're claiming is the scientific articles. Because you hear this all the time. I had a school teacher tell me, oh, I know, you can find articles that say it doesn't work, but I can find 10 that say it does. Science isn't about a vote. It's about the truth. It's about the quality of the evidence. And what, what you'll find is if you look at these papers today, they, they, they fall into two categories. One is they either falsify the whole thing or they, 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 make, up, they make up things that should never pass peer review or they actually they prove something that isn't true. So what people understand about masks, it's kind of a, the, the, the thing that convinces people is when you sneeze into a mask, you can tell it keeps those big globs of sneeze juice, you know, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> uh, when you sneeze, you can tell it contains that in your mask, right? But what they are not telling you is that's not the infective material. Mm -hmm. What is infective are the tiny, tiny airborne particles that are part of air fluidity. It's part of the air all around us all the time from us speaking. Now, even if masks worked, let's just think about this too. There's a common sense thing that every bartender in every restaurant can tell you more than these fancy scientists. What are we doing? You put people in masks, they go into a restaurant, and they have to wear their mask in for six feet into the restaurant. Right. But then and then you sit, sit down, down at the because table. Because the virus only goes to a certain right, level. Right, that's right. Isn't that right? Yeah. Right. And then that suddenly you're, sa you're suddenly safe sitting, but if you stand up, you're dangerous, okay? If to go to the bathroom, you're dangerous, then you have to sit down And you again. can sit there for a couple of hours oh, yes. and chat and laugh and have a good time. And as, as Russell Blaylock points out, what do you do? You take your mask off. These cloth masks are the worst. You take the mask off. This, this contaminated cloth mask, you put on the dining room, the, the table you're going to eat on, you put your phone on it, you haven't washed your hands because you'd have to put it back on. To and you use thing. it over and over That's again. That's right. So when you go to the <laughs> surgical room, you take a mask and you throw it away after each use. Right, after each use. And the other thing is, if we're very few times in my life have, have I had to actually wear an N95 mask, like doing spine surgery on somebody that might have TB. That was what was, was, we used to call them TB masks. They were, that's what they were for. It was really they were designed to protect But even you from the TB. N95 mask, the most effective this. mask, will not stop a COVID-19 virus from penetrating it. Right. Now, and let me tell you and, how And that's do true. It. If you have COVID, you're or, going to breathe right. out that you can, you're going to breathe virus, it out. and if somebody else has COVID, it's going to go right through the mask. Right now, so, and let me tell you the way it works for N95 masks in this in the operating room. Here's what we do: when you're you are you are actually fit with an N95 mask, they come in. If you're going to do this mm. right, see, this is how the even so it's if not masks, a one size fits all. Right, if even if masks work. This is how they work. They don't work the way that we're doing it out in the, in the real world. It doesn't, masks do not work in the real world like they do in the operating room. In the operating room, they're fit to us. They come in different sizes like shoes. We're fit to us. We're taught by an infectious disease nurse usually how to put them on and how to make sure they're hermetically sealed around your mouth and nose. Mm. Then when you get done with surgery, you've got gloves on. You know how to take these, you know how to get these things off so you, if they're, because they, they have accretion, meaning as you breathe in, you're sucking in you know, the potential pathogen and the disease germs onto the outside, onto the of, the outside mask, of the mask. And you have to learn how to take them off and get rid of them sterilely. None of that's being done in the real world. So masks don't work for COVID. Right, they don't work.
even the most effective mask, N95. So why the push for masks? Well, and that's, they, like I say, they, they don't work to stop transmission of the disease. Yes, they'll stop transmission of some particles. That's a very different point. So they don't trans, and, and, the, and the CDC knows this. They looked at this with flu, which is even a bigger virus, by the way, and they showed that sterilizing your, dis disinfecting your environment uh, hand washing and wearing a mask made no difference to community spread of influenza. If it doesn't matter for that, it doesn't matter for this. Now, why are we doing this? Because it is a symbol. It is a and it is a cult symbol. And I, I got you know I was I was in a lecture one time or a meeting and it was a really good, a very smart guy that gave this talk and he pointed out about the the Manchu Q and I think it's an object lesson here. I live near Omaha, Nebraska, and in Omaha was where the railroads built, had a big railroad thing that went out west. And when we went out west of the railroads, they hired Chinese workers to go work those railroads. The, the, the Han dynasty, which was the Hans are the biggest ethnic group in China, they were conquered by the Manchu before the turn of the century. And in the 1800s, the Manchu, or the, the Chinese men of the Han had to submit by wearing the Manchu queue. Okay, they had to wear a haircut that wasn't the Han, the Han haircut, it was the Manchu haircut. So when they were conquered, they had to wear this haircut at penalty of death. It was a symbol of submission. In fact, it was so important that when those guys came over to America to work the railroads, if they were caught without their queue, the Chinese agents would execute them. So symbols are very important when you're trying to exercise control over a population. What this mask is, is a symbol of, you know, for thousands of years. What does a mask do in the occult? It's a symbol of I stop talking, I'm going to be quiet, I'm not going to criticize, and I'm going to submit. Mm -hmm. and, and even beyond that, I have to say, I reviewed a book for a, a lady, I hope she publishes this, and she's um, you know, a very devout Christian, and she wrote this book about the occult symbolism of the mask and how it's anti-Christian. And what she points out is this, you know, if you put on a mask like I'm a surgeon, that's not an evil thing to do because I'm using it for a medical purpose. Right. But if you're doing it for this. If you're doing it and it has no medical purpose, it becomes a talisman. Mm. And that is prohibited. You're not supposed mm. to cover your face with something mm -hmm. like that. Well, we have so much to cover with Dr. Lee Merritt. We're going to do more on this, of course, uh, this week on Faith and Freedom. So you're not going to want to miss these episodes with Dr. Merritt. Today's on mass, but we're going to do so many other aspects of this COVID-19. You're not going to want to miss it. For more information, visit lc.org, lc.org, and lcaction.org. There we have a resources page, and you can be connected with America's frontline doctors, lcaction.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org.